Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Good evening, everybody. Leila Tov. Welcome to Love Live Ruach Remnant Radio. That was Run Devil Run by Crowder to kick off RIP 2.0 Nightly Doers of the Word Love Fellowship Gathering. Where inquiring minds ask, were we in the Ruach HaKadesh or our own yuck of flesh today? I am Scribe, President of Emulators MC, Shalayah Havahaba, and your Yah for Yahweh for the evening. We are still praying for Mike the Spike. He is MIA, so we just got to lift him up in prayer. Uh, we start each podcast at 707 Pacific Standard, 907 Central, and 1007 Eastern. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-731-3257. No access code needed. Again, that number is 727-731-3257, and you're in. If you're new, and we hope you are, this will resonate. (laughs) And we hope you are. We hope this will resonate with you and keep you coming back. We are going to have Marissa come forward with the reading of the warning right now. If you'd be willing to. And then we will be back. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today we are going to read one of the literature from Transform Recovery. And it's called Warning. Damaged souls, damaged hearts, crushed spirits. Who you see here, what you hear here, when you leave here, let it stay here. Transform Recovery is the refuge. It's the healing place, the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul. A warm, friendly environment was created for caring, passion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. Open up. Share your in-depth testimonials, your testimonies, your fiery trials, and your tough temptations. Holding our past inside is poison to our soul. Sharing our issues openly, we feel that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought to his marvelous light. It exposes the accuser, it loosens the liar, and it lessens the load. The freedom to feel you can safely open up in these love fellowship groups is vital. You're under no surveillance and transformed out is not connected to any law enforcement agency. You are not being set up for any type of failure here. No incarceration, no mental institutions, but for you to find a new exciting life as one in your new Yafam, as a new creation. We are not an anonymous fellowship group like the other 12-step programs. Rather, we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the lost on purpose. Although we are not anonymous, we are very confidential. Opening up as a group is not to put your bad business out there, but rather it is to put the solutions out there. We in Transform Recovery have come to understand that people will attend our love fellowship groups from all different walks of life, people from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable. Newcomers will come into our groups extremely worldly, fleshly, and broken. They may be homeless, helpless, hungry, hurting souls who have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, soul sickness, and actual abuse, whether it be sexual mental, physical, or emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be heavily sedated, 
whether it's on prescription drugs or may have even used today. It is very hard to help someone who is intoxicated, so we do encourage anyone who is attending that has used today to please wait till after the meeting and you can speak to the transformers. We are aware that some are suffering severely and are hurting over things that might be quite graphic and horrific in nature. We want you to know that you are in the right place. You are safe here. We learn to listen with the utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances. One scars, one seemingly impending doom of a jail sentence, a repossession of a car, a home foreclosure, one struggling with homelessness, or even a house fire where all personal possessions were lost. Some will be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, a death of a loved one, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture and or extreme bodily harm, etc. Et the list of potential hurts and pains is as endless as addictions, idols, false gods, and sin. We encourage you to patiently and respectfully listen to each person's share, empathetically understanding that some may be understandably quite rough around the edges. Their language may be offensive as they may not have yet learned to communicate properly without street talk, cursing, swearing, or lascivious talk. We ask you to long suffer with those who are still working on the perfecting of their potential dysfunctional drug damage or destroyed abusive character. We will ask that you share we ask that you share you refrain from inappropriate speech, but we all must be sensitive as to where each speaker may be. Some may never have even opened up the word before and may have no clue who the Messiah Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh or the Holy Spirit. We can never assume that everyone is in the same place in the relationship with their creator. Some may not even know him at all. Some may, in fact, have had bizarre church experiences whereby the spirit of love was through them, but they cannot receive that love. Some may have rejected Yah, Mahaba, as he was trying to save them. We cannot possibly begin to stop, censor, or filter anyone's sharing. There's a saying that truly applies and transforms. We cannot become so heavily minded that we are of no earthly good. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working set apart scripture step 12 which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership set forth for Transformers in the set of parts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. We are going to move into the third part of the program tonight, the seventh bodybuilder, the Ahaba offering, the love offering. Probably the most unwelcome part of the evening but you know what? It does not have to be that way. The offering can be a time of great joy. It can be a time of great promise. It can be a time of obedience with a promise. So this offering goes to support our radio and our prison ministries, our faith favor farms, and our houses of worship, as well as our Yahability ministries. And that is a good thing because it does not go to support the personalities on the radio or on the call as we are all marketplace ministers. But I'm going to share three verses with you, and I am going to let you answer for yourself 
where you want to be in them. Now, this comes from Malachi 3.8. Will a man rob Elohim? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what have we robbed you? In the tithe and the offering. You are cursed with a curse for the nation, all of it. You are robbing me. So here, Abba is getting pretty strong. He's obviously relatively upset, speaking through Malachi the way he is. And it almost seems as though he's looking to stir people up. But then as you get down to the end, down to around 18, he says, And they shall be mine, says Yahweh of hosts, for the day that I will make up my treasure, and I will pity them as a man has pity on his son who serves him. Then you shall return and see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between him who serves Elohim and him who does not serve him. Now, the one verse I skipped intentionally at that point is the one I'm going to go back to here. Just bring in all the tithe into my storehouse, into the storehouse, so that there may be food in my house. And test me now with this, says Yahweh of hosts, whether I will not open the windows of Shamaim for you and pour out a brukatah until there is no sufficiency of room to store it. So the question is, without going through the rest of the chapter here, which side do you want to be on? Again, I'm not pressuring. I'm just saying, if you feel like you're getting something out of what you're hearing here, if you feel like Transformed Recovery and Roof 2.0 is, being, is a blessing, we would greatly appreciate a love gift. Something just to say thank you. Not because we need it, but because you need it, because you don't want to miss the Barukata of Yah. This is the one area we can test him. So we would we would encourage, we would encourage just an encouragement that you know you search your heart, you pray, you ask the Ruach what he wants you to do, and if you get an affirmative answer. Just go to give.yahweh.love. That's our PayPal portal. Or you can send a letter with a checker or money order to Love Inc. P.O. Box 6813838. And now I got the hiccups. Phoenix, Arizona 85082. Or you can text 77. Seven 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 to four four three two one. Again, as I said earlier, I am Shalak Scribe, and I am grateful to be on this line tonight. I'm grateful that you've trusted me to welcome me into your hearts and into your day today. I am grateful that Yah has continued to pour out His Baruchata and His favor and His said and His Hanan on this line and everybody involved. And yeah, there were a lot of there were a lot of words in there that might not have sounded familiar. And that's gonna happen because we are a different type of ministry. We take this thing, we take the reality of this and the truth of this and the power of this all the way back 
to the original languages in which it was originally written because the language of the garden, the language prior to the Tower of Babel, so much more completely handles and details everything that Yah was trying to get across to humanity than the English language does. The English language pales in comparison. It almost makes it comparable to a comic book. I know that sounds disrespectful. I know some of you will probably find that offensive. But I'm pretty sure that torture stake was offensive to Yeshua. I know it was offensive to Yahweh. He was put in a position where he had to turn his back on his son. While I'm grateful for the act, while I'm grateful for the gift, I'm also grateful for the fact that we have the freedom to prove ourselves in the maturation process of becoming like him. So hallelujah. I am grateful for everything that's going on here tonight. I'm grateful for the people on the line. We are going to jump to another reading, and then we will be back. Actually, before we do that, we are going to have everybody introduce themselves. So tell us who you are. Tell us where you're from. Tell us what you're grateful for. Tell us how your day went. And if the Ruach HaKadosh moves upon you, feel free to testify. Hallelujah. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Hallelujah. I guess. Go, go ahead. Hi, I'm Marissa. Hallelujah. And I'm um, from the Dane County area. Not originally, but right now I'm in um, the Transformed In-House program. So I'm doing the program every day. As, um, learning about it as I see um, every morning house I'll do the the live call, and I am uh, thankful to be be down here, able to do it with him, as he's picked up the extra um, nighttime rip to point out. And I pray for our brother Mike that that we just ask for whatever is happening our way, that you know what's going on in his heart and his mind. I pray for a revelation and just to revive him from whatever it is and to pick him up, pick him back up out of whatever, drowning him or deceiving him that's him against any deception, that's any lying evil spirit that's trying to tell him that he's not worthy or not worth the time to come on. Can you say that over him, that you'll help, help him understand what his worth is and help him realize what he can do and understand that Help him with his understanding that he's part of the uh, to point now, and that you call him back, back into his position anyway. And I thank you that, uh, as well as I've been, I would like to hear from Yami as well when I'm done with my sharing, but um, an update on her daughter. And I'm thankful that um, for Yahweh's uh, for his help as I am learning to overcome. And it's, it's tough at times, but I just have to keep on um, staying strong that no matter what, he's, he's always going to work it out. 
and I'm thankful that I am. Well, it's been it's, I've been having my little one Eva and my Aiden, but um, thankful that Yahweh will work out things between me and my children, and as well as the springtime. Hallelujah! I'll pass with that. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Yummy. Yes. (laughs) Hi, y'all. I'm here tonight, and um, I'm grateful that we have this meeting, because I do have some stuff troubling me tonight um, that that probably will come up at some point. But um, right now... um, to me, Yah does miracles um, for the people. Of course. And um, if you, if you, they say when when a, when a student is raised, the teacher will teach. All right, who's so, in the background? Somebody needs yeah, to stop talking. Yolanda, yeah, I'm just going to have to leave tomorrow. I'm going to pick you up. Um, can, can you be a little lower? I'm on the line. Okay. Can you talk a little softer? They're hearing you when I'm talking oh, over okay. the line. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That was you on the phone call. Uh, phone call. Um, okay. I'm giving her a right home. And um, I'm, I'm thankful for the miracle of how he just keeps restoring my father. And how now, Lori, I did get to talk to the doctor today. And yes, there's serious stuff going on with her heart. But, but for yeah, because, um, you know, there's a way of escape. She's lost um, 23 pounds in about four days from it's all liquid around her heart and lungs. And um, and it's still going up, you know, the losing. And uh, they figure, you know, well, it doesn't matter what they figure. To me, it matters that Yah's report is we're healed by the strike of Yeshua. And um, yeah, the thing that I'm troubling troubled about, I'm trusting that Yah is bigger than, than such problems. And, and um, there's a, a lady that's been a friend for quite a while, a few years, and she's three years older than I am. And she um, started failing ended up losing her apartment and having to move in with one of her daughters and this gets very close to home for me. And they are um, taking advantage of her car. She don't can't drive no more. They're using it. She's um, um, needs to be third for a while until she recovers from um, a whole bunch of trouble with anxiety 
because so many things, so too many things are happening at work. And instead, they're um, in charge of their money and doing what they want with it. And the home was the home that her husband left for her. And she let them buy it at a very reasonable price. And now they're using her money to pay it. And, um, you know, so all of this is um, is painful to me because I see me in that, in the, you know, the same thing. I'm getting old, too, and I don't know who's really, you know, going to step up and... Uh, yeah, I mean you're getting you're getting really scratchy. You're fading in and out. Can you uh, hold your phone in one place and speak into the mic, please? Okay. Yeah, so anyhow, I can talk about that later. Just say I'm thankful for you know Yah's in charge, and he will work every issue out, and he gave me a mouth so I can communicate <laughs> and I'll pass. Well, hallelujah. Thank you, Yami. I'll be in the name of Yeshua. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Does Yolanda want to say hi tonight? There. I couldn't get it off mute. Here's Yolanda. <laughs> Bye. Hi, Yolanda. How you doing? Good. Good. Glad to hear it. How's your day? Pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. Happy to hear it. Yeah. What was good about it? What was good about it? Um, yeah. Well, God woke me up this morning. That's the best thing about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I was able to make it to a meeting. That's another blessing. Yeah, God is good. Hallelujah. All the time. Yeah. All right. Hallelujah. Abba Yah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for the Mishpachah. We thank you for the hearts that are here tonight. Abba, you heard Marissa's prayers for mm-hmm. reunion with her children. Mm-hmm. You heard... Yami's prayers for strength for her daughter and for the miracles of that are going on with her father. Yeah, you know what's going on with all of us, and we just thank you for the fact that you are kind-hearted towards us. Saba, we just ask that as your will would be done in heaven, as it exists in heaven, that you would allow it to be done, that you would allow it to be accomplished here. Abba, it's your will that we want. We want to bring kavod, we want to bring honor, we want to bring esteem to you, to your name, so that your testimony shines brighter than anything else. 
Aliyah. For you are the light of this world. And you only are worthy of our praise and our worship. Not the sun, not the moon, not the stars, not anything else. Abba, you are it. And we thank you for the fact that you've allowed us to come together in your presence, in your name tonight on this line. So, Abba, we come against anything and everything that would stand in the way of this being a clear and concise and powerful call. Abba, we ask now that you pour out the Ruach HaKadosh, that you fill each of our hearts with your presence and the words that you would have us to speak as we go through the evening. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And yeah, amen. And I was praying with my eyes closed so I didn't have a chance to look up a song, so you're going to have to bear with me as I find something. But as a lighthearted note, here's a bit of a surprise. Oh, boy. Ed didn't even have his voice in there. Wow. That ain't cool. That was Scooby-Doo. So, um, let's see here. This is the part I love about this. Okay. Let's find something here. Already did that one. Okay. This is David Crowder again, forever and ever.
hallelujah, hallelujah. That was the David Crowder Band with Forever and Ever. Sacred Scripture Step 10, RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections is an examination of yourself weighed against every aspect of a perfect walk, a perfect life modeled after the perfect person, Yeshua Messiah. Studying Sacred Scripture seriously is one of the greatest ways to go through each Sacred Scripture step thoroughly so that nothing is missed in the Yah development of the new you. A great suggestion for successful, orderly, transformed recovery, love fellowship gathering, LFG format, is to study in oneness each of the listed Sacred Scriptures for each Sacred Scripture step. Example. As an example, simply pick a weekly, bi-weekly, every other day, or even every day love fellowship gathering at the appointed time for your love fellowship group to meet. The format you develop will dictate the length of time for each LFG. Activation of number of numerous small intimate study groups is definitely going to take an army of servant leaders to step up, pun intended. Love fellowship gatherings don't need to be broadcasted on Love Live, Rock Remnant Reality Radio nor does it need to be recorded, but to generate support from multiple locations, the virtual Love Fellowship Gathering can work in conjunction with your local LFG. Sacred Scripture Step 10, Set Apart Scripture Step 10, sorry, is an activation step that activates the other Set Apart Steps. Once we have taken some level of action on any Set Apart Step, we must monitor our progress through the process of our own YAH development Recording Yali actions, actions daily, and or even fleshly actions gives us a way of reflecting on our behaviors, good or bad, never for condemnation, but rather for conviction from the Ruach. This check by Yah, love, from within, leads us into Teshuva, or change, or the way, Yeshua, to transform positively out of an old pattern of thinking, a stronghold or evil wronghold into a new pattern of thinking, a yahold. A paradigm is defined by Noah Webster as a philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline within which theories, laws, and generalizations, along with the experiments performed in support of them, are formulated. Noah Webster, the ultimate wordsmith, had the sacred scripture steps in English literally memorized. While in the world, before coming to our understanding of transformation, made available by Love, Inc. through Transformed Recovery, our paradigms were definitely influenced by ones misleading us through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. From Colossians 2.8, Hebraic Roots Bible by Shaul the Shuliach. Colossians 2.8, Hebraic Roots Bible. Watch that there not be one misleading you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the traditions of man, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. Books of Ahava, Yahuwah, Yahweh, or I am that I am, Ea Asher Ea. Hallelujah. The scripture for today, if y'all want to get your set-apart textbooks ready, your instruction books, we are going to be looking at 1 Corinthians 15, 56 and 57. When you're there, say, got it. And I want to check this out. I actually want to be turned there. 
because uh, I want to see footnote is hallelujah. Was that Shaliak Rock? I am still a pretty good Bible finder. You're a pretty good Bible finder. Him's a Bible finder. Hallelujah. Okay, man, now. You should see this sunset, man. This is a incredible. I'm sitting on the back uh, for the first time on the, the, uh, the, what do you call, what do you call it? The, when you pull the back of the truck open, the, tailgate. the tailgate, I'm sitting on the tailgate of my pickup truck. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually laying in, in, uh, Abe's brand new dog bed that we bought him. So they, <laughs> they were on sale at Sam's and, uh, uh, I put a blanket over it, so he hasn't even really laid on it yet. And uh, so I took the blanket off, and I'm actually laying in his in his dog bed. It's pretty comfortable. I think I'm gonna keep this for myself. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> got comfy. I can imagine it would be. If you're just just laying out there. It's gotta be. It's gotta be unimaginably unimaginably awesome. It really is breathtaking, I got to tell you. I found the ridge again, and it's definitely from the GPS coordinates. It's definitely on our property, and uh, I think that's that's where I want to move the trailer to because we're actually on the neighbor's property. We've been been here for over a month <laughs> because they, the guy gave us, you know, the guy we bought the property from, um, the realtor, he gave us the uh, wrong GPS coordinates he gave us the coordinates for this property because he's actually sold both of them but we'd like to buy this one too but we actually got the better one of the two so um yeah this this sunset tonight has been incredible you should have saw the stars last night when we got here oh uh, i can imagine yeah because it was one of those uh where there's no moon at all there's that mm-hmm. you know in the moon, cycles of the moon there was no moon, so it was like a million stars in the sky. It was totally pitch black with just stars. And no moon, no moon, no no light pollution, no nothing. Nothing, just pitch just black. black. Yeah, it wow. was incredible. That would be but awesome. Watching, this, uh, watching the sunrise tonight has just really confirmed that we made a great decision. And, uh, yeah, I think this may be a great place for Marissa to spend some time with her daughter and her summer vacation before school starts. That would be cool. Would you like that, Marissa? I think it would be awesome. Gary said that Eva's um, school starts in September, so I have no clue. But, oh, yeah, but they're going there. Plenty of time before that to do to do. I think you should, you know, be able to have her for a good chunk of time because, you know, obviously he's had her for a long time. So um, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's get that to probably tomorrow. After. He's speaking positive. You should agree with him and say yes. It sounds awesome. Yes, it sounds because awesome. I'm, I'm trying to think about. I'm trying to think about your program and have you out here first by yourself to really do some soul searching. Just you and Yahweh, and me and Sam will drive back to Arizona, and we'll just let you out here by yourself. You mean by myself? <laughs> well, just make sure yeah. I have um, 
we're gonna get Trust you your new, we'll get you your new phone and we'll get you all ready and uh we'll just leave you out here in our trailer. You'll have our trailer all to yourself. It'll be like your own little house. And just you and Yahweh out here in the middle of a of a beautiful range. That'll be some um interesting time. <laughs> but depending on how many days you can leave out there. Let me well, we're not gonna leave you out too too long, but let, have you ever Marissa, have you ever had any time all by yourself? Like a week all I've by yourself? Of, I've had plenty of time by myself. But I was a mess. Okay, I'm talking about sober, clean, you and Yahweh, hitting your knees, praising, worshiping, just enjoying the solar power that will keep the trailer, you know, keeping your phone charged and making sure that you got some some ability to plug your computer in and we'll get make sure your new phone has a hotspot and you'll be able to, to do some writing out here and, and finish and finalize your set-apart scripture step four while you're out here. It's not going to happen tomorrow. I'm talking like towards the end of your uh, season, at, you know, like right after you leave Pratt's. Uh, maybe come out here, you know, for a while. Uh, I'm just thinking this might be a really, really good retreat for you. You're not, good, yeah. you're not doing a normal recovery, but I, we always did take people on field trips. But... Uh, nothing like this. We we took them to Love Fest and stuff, and you were at Love Fest, so you remember that. But yeah, Love I think Fest, this, yeah. I it think kind this of would be really good for you to be out here <laughs> at the trailer. So Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in. Me and Sam were just talking about it. I, I got this great idea. Well, as I was sitting on the ridge and just talking to Yahweh, and she was out with the dog, finding one more G- GPS coordinate, one more corner of the property. And then I I just, as I was praying, it was like Yahweh spoke to me that this would be where where you should uh, really, really talk to him, spend some time. It's definitely, got, it's definitely got similarities to Israel. Okay. Well, we have to go to Israel to prepare it. Yeah, we want to do that too, but uh, right now things are kind of weird over there, so. Oh, yeah. Iran is threatening to uh, to have full full gauge war against Israel, so probably not the best place to go right now. Yeah, probably not. So, well, hallelujah. Um Melissa is getting either tea or coffee. I don't know which. Um, and, okay, well, we let's get into these verses. We're looking at 1 Corinthians 15. We're going to start at verse 55. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, Hades, where is your victory? Now the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the Torah. But thanks be to Elohim who gives us the win through our master, Yeshua Messiah, so that, my beloved brothers, you be firm, immovable, abounding in the work of Yahweh, always knowing that your labor is not without fruit in the master, Yahweh. Hallelujah. Two footnotes here. Isn't it interesting, by the way, um, 
I, I'm not sure which pagan word you avoided in 57, um, but uh, the Scriptures 2009 version says, but thanks to Elohim who gives us the overcoming through our Master Yeshua Messiah. Okay. Yeah, it was the same one that started with a V. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, overcomer and overcoming and all of that is a good word, and I'm glad because, of course, Seasons of the Overcomer is what I got for a name of a book. So, uh, and I've had that now for well over 20 years. I've had that name. So, yeah, I'm glad it's not. I don't see anything about overcoming as being pagan. So, take a walk outside and tell me if it's raining outside. <laughs> then why'd you ask? Hallelujah. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> it is. It is awesome, and it's interesting because the footnote. Says uh, sin is the breaking of Torah. Scripture reference, First John three four, and that is why Paul states it. Okay, and yes, that limit that limits Torah, you know, almost in its scope, but not really, because Torah is based on the original Ten Commandments, and any violation of those would be considered sin. Sin is considered dis-ease with Yahweh or separation. And so they're right here. They are defining New Te- the New Testament right in front of us by what they studied in the Old. Footnote number nine says, The reward of the believer is based on the fruit he is bearing now. John 15, 1 to 8. So what does this have to do with removing your defects? Well, removing your defects means you're going to want to turn your back on anything that causes a separation or causes discomfort between you and your creator. It's walking right. It's walking aligned with Torah, not in violation of Torah. And it's in that walking in alignment with Torah that is going to help you overcome those things that would normally trip you up. I mean, if sin is if if sin is missing the mark, and it is, and the mark is Torah. If sin is missing the mark, imagine loosing an arrow down a firing line towards a target that has got eight-inch trees set three inches apart, and you've got this little itty-bitty gap in between these trees with branches shooting out, and you've got to hit a target that's 150 yards downrange. Those trees would be sin, okay? Those, those trees, those branches, would be each individual sin that that arrow could bounce off of and deviate off course, and you have no idea where it's going to hit. Sacred Scripture Step 6, Set Apart Scripture Step 6, puts you in the position of being a friggin' lumberjack. And yeah, first off, you start by trimming the low-hanging branches. 
and then you go in there with a chainsaw and you hack those suckers down so they're not there. And then you till it up, and then not only do you see the target down there, but you see that buck that's been, that, that's been standing there laughing at you, and you finally get to kill that old slewfoot. You finally get to eradicate him because you know he's the one that's planting it. So that's how 55 through 58 connect to, you know, to removing your defects. You've got to, you've got to see it as, if you're, if you're going to interpret Scripture so that it's easier for you to understand, you've still got to define it by what it says in the Old Testament. But thanks to Elohim, who gives us the common sense through Master Yeshua to grab that axe, to grab that chainsaw, and expend the effort it takes through, through repentance, through eating carpet, through hitting your knees, so that we can be firm and immovable, abounding in the work of Yahweh, knowing that that labor is going to bear fruit. So that all your brothers and sisters can rejoice with you. So that Yeshua can rejoice with us. I'm not perfect in it yet, not by any stretch, but I am working on it. So, hallelujah. With that, I will pass to whoever wants to go next. Don't everybody speak at once. Overcome. Hallelujah. Who's next? Hallelujah. 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 I'm not muted. Apparently. Okay. <laughs> so here you go, Marissa. I was writing that down because that was some good scripture. Even though I missed the first part, but I've got first Corinthians fifteen fifty five. But I won't do it fifty eight. So. We can't go all, we can't go up to Park Street because we're gonna get in that trap again. Not be able to get back up. So we'll go to the back way. Sorry guys. My, I, it's okay. It happens, Yami. You're probably in the car, so, hallelujah. Yes, I think it would be good to take some time out and uh, some land with Yahweh and doing it, <laughs> doing it sober. I have plenty of time in and out of sobriety, but um, as you were talking, we can talk more about that off the line, but um. Oh, it says, oh, death, where is your sting? Hades, where is your... And he said, victory is overcome. So, which which is what I'm doing right now as I'm in the process of overcoming my... um. What do you mean by where is your sting? Where's the pain? Okay, your pain. So, 
it is a, a deep um, scripture there. Don't have to meditate more on that. But um, the 56 going on now, the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the Torah, which I'd like to get more perspective on that. But um, if someone can elaborate, that would be great. But um, pretty much when you have a choice as to what you're doing in life, like when I was in my sin, if I kept going my in my direction, I could have been in a bad place. And I mean, I was in a bad place. And there's been many times where I was, you know, within inches of death. And and um, I'm sure that Rock can. He'll probably read about that in my chronological. But I am. Um, when I'm in in my using days, I wasn't always looking at it as just as death, but I could. There's a few times where it, it didn't look so good, so I had to make that the decision that life is more valuable to, especially with with kids. So I have more than one reason to live on Earth, and Yahweh doesn't want to give me up yet. So obviously, He kept me here. So my strength of sin is um, the Torah, and that's for me to learn. So I know that he hasn't given up on me, so I have to stay strong and not give up on him. Because there's lots of times where the enemy makes me think that I have to give up. And um, I have to keep swimming through that darkness, no matter what. And... um, Obviously, I wouldn't be sitting down here with Scribe right now if I wasn't with Yahweh. I wasn't wanting to be with Yahweh, I mean. Because I could totally stay, I could blow it off and go somewhere. But what's that going to get? That's not going to get me far. As it didn't get me far in the past. So I think I have to stay, um, ask for strength each, each day, too. And, um, And then it goes to 57, it says, but, it, but thanks be to Elohim who gives us the victory, which is the overcoming, overcome, overcomer. Uh, how do you, you put say, You could say, but thanks be to Elohim who helps us overcome. Who helps us. Master Yeshua. That sounds better. Helps us overcome. Through our Master Yeshua Messiah. So then once I give my, my life and I decide I don't want to be in sin anymore, then, then Elohim will help me overcome through the Master Yeshua Messiah. So hallelujah. And I know that if I stay with Yahweh and stay strong in my, my faith and let, let that faith, of the, the size of the faith of, um, as they say, the size of a mustard seed, that I can have, um, keep, keep it watered and keep it, um, keep it growing. And that's why Yahweh wants me to... He wants me to be filled with, with good fruits and not with the yucky um, stuff I used to put in there. You see, it's just not, it's not just about faith. Okay, it's not just about faith. If you look at this, abounding in the work, the work of Yahweh is more than just faith. Right? Abounding in the work of Yahweh. Okay. What do they mean by that? Abounding? Always knowing that your labor, work and labor are effort. Yeah. Okay. Work and labor are two words that that identify labor. 
They, they, they identify extreme amounts of effort, not just, yeah, I believe in you. I know you're up there somewhere. I wish you'd do something in my life. <laughs> what are you waiting for, dude? You're not going to get far like that. No, no. It's frustrating sometimes. That's, that's, that's what we call easy, sleazy grace. Easy what? Easy, sleazy grace. Easy, sleazy grace. <laughs> I like that word. Just the way you use that. Well, yeah, you can. I wouldn't get too comfortable using the rock. Might have a big. Well, that's the way you said it. But yeah, you can't keep on. You can't keep on just praying for for things. Right. You can ask Yahweh to help you with them. Yeah, you really get them. So anyway, focus. It, it, it also depends on what. Um, yeah, because it goes on to that part. Right. So that my beloved brothers, you be firm. What do they mean by that? Immovable, accounting in a work of Yahweh always. Steadfast, immovable. You can't be shaken because your faith is built on a rock, right? Your your belief system is established on a rock. It's not, it's rock solid. It's not going to go anywhere because you know Abiyah, you know Yeshua has never left you or nor forsaken you. So that's what he's saying here. You put your effort into your relationship with Yah. You serve Yah hard, and life will be easy. You serve Yah easy and life will be hard. Yeah, because it says, bowing and work of Yahweh always, knowing that your labor is not without the fruit. It's not without fruit in the mass of Yahweh. Right. But, so as you're pressing in, you will begin to see the results of your effort, whether it's in personal maturity in your in your relationship with him, or whether it's in the fact that you are you know, being moved into a different office like evangelism or pastor or prophetess or what have you, okay, you will begin to reap the benefits of that relationship, okay, of becoming that Galal Talmudim, okay, because you're yeah. studying to show yourself approved, and Abba has promised that to those that study to show themselves approved, they will not need to be ashamed. So if you're studying... You're gonna have fruit if you're walking it out, or while you're walking it out. Yeah, like you're gonna do your ordained soon. Mm-hmm. I'm just working on life right now. Right, right. So my my thing right now is working on my life, and having Yahweh help me work out my the steps on to overcoming from the drug use and the um, sins, so I can be fruitful in my um, doing as a mom and as a person on earth. And when the time is right, I'll go into where he wants me to do what he called me to do. But right now, it's just my focus right now is just to be um, be right with Yahweh and be his Yeshua's bride. So this is good good scripture tonight. So yeah, so we all are in different places where we stand with Yahweh. So some of us might not be out there being a minister tomorrow or a um, worship leader or whatever Yahweh calls us to do, but he gives us little Little things one step at a time. Like I've been writing poems and I, I do have, I'm overcoming to when I can read the word and understand it. So that's where I'm at right now is just learning the word and being able to have that. So, hallelujah, that I'm an overcomer from death and sin. And I'll pass it that way. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Yami, 
We are going to unmute you. You are next on the line. Hallelujah. What have you got for us, my sister? There. Um, can you hear me? Yes, okay. we can. Okay, I'm trying to roll the windows up because that makes my hearing bad. Um, there's okay. Okay, so I, I was thinking about how can death have a have a thing to those of us who are already dead and buried with Yeshua. And he's brought us into life. We live and move and have our being in him. And um, and that's what my hope is built on nothing less than that blood because I know I deserve to be dead to not have eternal life, to be, not be in the presence of my Messiah. But because of him, because of his willingness to die for me, I can experience all the attributes of my creator that he wanted me to grow up in. I can. He gave us a second chance. And hallelujah. I'm grateful and I will pass. Well, hallelujah, Thanks for that. I think one thing to keep in mind as far as the sting of death is concerned is it's that sting of death that drives us to repentance. It's that sting of, of death that helps us to identify it's that it isn't actually it may not be actual death death as in your as your dead in the ground as much as it is when you know you're doing something wrong and all of a sudden you've got that twin that that twinge or that slap of guilt that pang of why am I doing this? I've got beautiful children. I'm harming myself. This could end up killing me. This could take me away from them. That reminder of that sting of death that should very much be alive in the believer is what drives us back to the Torah, drives us back to the Master Yeshua, drives us back to our knees to repent, even when it's not that major of a situation. Because if if all sin is is a separation from Yahweh, if I look the if 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 he says go left and I go right, that's technically a sin. If Yahweh says go straight and I go left or right and I run into a thorn bush on my mountain bike or whatever, and I get all cut up, that disobedience to my instructions is going to come with a price. 
if correct action is hitting that nail squarely on the head without my thumb being in the way, if that's correct action, but I hit that thumb, I will probably need to repent from the pain of not, that caused by not listening to the original instruction and actually, actually hitting my, my thumb with that hammer, and then I will probably have to repent as well for what just came out of my mouth. Because I'm pretty sure it ain't going to be very yah-honoring. I'm 56 years old. I've hit myself with a hammer a couple times. So that's where that sting of death comes in. And the strength of sin is the Torah. Okay, now the Torah doesn't have to... Yes, it's always going to remind of sin, but it, it instructs against it. Okay, so if you go with sin then Torah has to work. If you go with Torah, then sin has no sting. Just because you chop the rattle off a rattlesnake doesn't mean that you're not, that doesn't mean that if you get bit by that same rattlesnake, you're not going to be poisoned. You're not going to be bit or, yeah, poisoned. You're still going to need to detox Somehow, you're still going to need an anti-venom. So while the venom is sin, the anti-venom is Torah. The anti-venom is the blood of Yeshua. So, hallelujah. I hope that helps somebody. Is there anybody else on the line that wants to contribute? Hallelujah. This is Revelation Rock. Rock. Hallelujah. Ruach rock filled with the Ruach, and those same stars that were out last night are back again. This is amazing. Yeah, amazing. I mean, it is really, really something. Yahweh. Take a picture. Well, and right when I said that, I saw a falling star. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how the picture, the, you know, none of these pictures when we travel even come close to what it really looks like. It's like so much better experiencing it and being there. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm glad I take the pictures so I have a memory of the moment. But, um, you know, a lot of great stuff shared tonight. I, I really appreciated uh, Marissa being as transparent in her truth of what was coming out of her as she was because that's something that's been a burden on my heart with Marissa for a long time is I really didn't think that she was understanding the word and that's our number one responsibility as elders is to be mores of the bar, you know, teachers of the word, more more of more de bar, more de bar. I guess is the way you'd say that. Um, teachers of the word, and you know, it's interesting because I think Scribe is such an incredible teacher. 
Um, and he's being challenged by her, which is really good for him, to break the word down into digestible bite-sized pieces because sometimes he gets really, really deep, kind of like Shipley does, and I've been you know, kind of riding him about that too is, is it's like, dude, you know, you're like teaching like a college professor at a a major Israel college or something. You know, you got those guys that are in prison with you. They need, they need digestible bite-sized pieces. So overcoming... not being able to interpret a scripture when you read it, not being able to have strong retention ratios and and overcoming that was a great request that she made tonight. Because she was just putting her heart out there. It's like, you know, she's just like, I want to overcome not understanding the word. I think that's how she said it. And, you know, that's so truthful. That's so innocent. It's so humble to say that. I love it. I mean, we got to get to a place in our lives where we just get real about things. And that was why I made the invitation, you know, that maybe it'd be good for her to spend, you know, some time out here all by herself first and then maybe have her daughter, you know, to go camping with mom for, you know, a week or something. And they can take walks and they can talk. And she's at that age where, you know, going to India, coming out here, she might remember some of the things and you know sitting in a chair and looking at these stars with your four-year-old and talking about Yahweh and how great a creator he is be able to teach that to your kid you know when I think back I've got very vivid four-year-old memories not a lot of them, but I have a handful. I have five-year-old memories, six-year-old memories, seven-year-old memories. And this is why I was really led to talk people through and walk people through a chronological of their life. Because how can we, how can we get in there to those things that, Marissa went through when she was Eva's age, you know, with an alcoholic mother and everything else. How can how can we go there to try to fix some of that that potentially hidden pain, some of that potentially really, really deep, dark things that we go through, you know, why why does Marissa have issues with Don? You know, the the guy that her mom married, you know, I mean, that was, you know what the saddest thing for me of going to Gary's uh, dad's funeral 
it wasn't that his his dad was dead. It was that Don was alive, but yet I felt like he was dead because I watched Marissa's sister and I watched Marissa and there was just no love connection at all. And he, just like the first time I met him at Chucky's with Aiden on Mother's Day to have a visit for Marissa back then. And I was teaching Marissa how to drive a car. And you know, it was like, he was so dead. It's like, there was, there was no love relationship. I just didn't, it was like they were like strangers. Like they didn't, they couldn't wait to get away from him and not have to be in that uncomfortable. You got distant, brother. I got what? Distant. Oh, yeah, I got to take that off of the speaker, probably. My battery could die anytime, too. All right, how is this? Is this better? Much better. All right. So, yes, something about speaking for when I use this one, but uh, I just felt so bad for the guy, but yet he did it to himself. Over his life, somewhere he made decisions, he made bad decisions, and he didn't know in those bad decisions how to love those girls. I think he's trying to make up for it with Aiden. I think he's really trying to, whatever he didn't do right, with Marissa and her sister, I, I think he's trying to do right with Aiden, you know. So when you talk about overcoming, you know, it's like what what's evident when I look at a guy like Don, Marissa, is, is he doesn't know Yahweh at all. He obviously didn't teach you about Yahweh. Because here you are all these years later with, you know, a Yada and, you know, a big brother and... and you know, big sister and, and all of us, you know, rallying around you, trying to help you. And you're really starting to first now really learn what does this word really mean and what is, what is Yahweh really trying to say to me? And you're letting the word begin to speak to you. And uh, I'm hearing great great things coming out, you know. And uh, I just want to acknowledge that you are overcoming. You're overcoming things and, and, and you know, if somebody doesn't point it out to you, you don't really even realize it's in progress. And that's why, you know, I have a lot of challenging things to put before you that have been extremely beneficial to people that I've, I've put those things out there and Retreats are huge. I don't know if you guys realize, but that is one of the ways that we're going to administer transformed is we're going to do rock retreats. And uh, people who have already gone through the program, I'm going to encourage them to come back again. And, you know, of course, the only ones that will be able to attend are the ones that can, you know, because they they own their own business and they're 
schedule is flexible enough. They can work wherever they want, that they can take a month or two or three off, you know, and actually attend a, a long retreat. But we all need it. We need to, we need to get away from this world and just get out under the stars and not hear the hustle and the bustle of cars and horns and sirens and just all of the stuff, you know, of the world. Just get away from it. So I can see the purpose coming clearly and the vision coming clearly why these faith favor farms are going to be so so great for people and uh, what a place to learn the word what a place to sit and and study so I pray by the blood and the authority of Yeshua HaMashiach that Marissa will be able to overcome that disconnect when you read something and, and you're just like, well, what does that mean? And what is he saying here? And why does he say that? And how come he uses that word or this word? Or what is that word? What's the definition? And just hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I think we may have lost Shaliak Rock. His, he did say his phone was about to die. So we are going to take a music break. This one is going to be played in honor of Marissa because it fits. This is Mandisa with Overcomer. Hallelujah. <laughs>
hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yami, if you are there, I'm going to give you a heads up. Don't need you to do it right now, but if you could prepare to pray us out after Marissa reads the Philippians 4, 4 through 9 passage, that would be fantastic. May 31st, 2022. Keep it simple. JFTNA, keep it simple. We live a day at a time, but also from moment to moment. When we stop living in the here and now, our problems become magnified unreasonably. Life often seems too complicated to understand, especially for those of us who dodged it for so long. When we stop using drugs, many of us come face-to-face with a world that was confusing, even terrifying. Looking at life and all its details all at once may be overwhelming. We think that maybe we can't handle life after all and that it's useless to try. These thoughts feed themselves, and pretty soon we're paralyzed by the unimagined, by the imagined complexity of life. Happily, we don't have to fix everything at once. Solving a single problem seems possible, so we take them one at a time. We take care of each moment as it comes, and then take care of the next moment as it comes. We learn to stay clean just for today, and we approach our problems the same way. When we live life in each moment, it's not such a terrifying prospect. One breath at a time, we can stay clean and learn to live. Just for today, I will keep it simple by living in this moment only. Today, I will tackle only today's problems. I will leave tomorrow's problems to tomorrow. And there is a direct scripture connection to that verse where Yeshua is saying, why are you worried about what you're dressed? Why are you worried about what, to, what you're eating? Why worry about the problems of tomorrow when you can't change any of it? So I'm not going to try to come up with the address, um, but that's the gist of it. And this is it verbatim. So hallelujah. Here is Marissa with Philippians 4, 4 through 9, the whatever prayer. Hallelujah. Is that the address? It is the address. Where's Philippians 4, 1 through 9. Oh, I thought I was going to talk about that. Hallelujah. I was just um, thinking about, like I was showing you about my stepfather, Dom, that there's a lot of um, things that I pray for Yahweh to help with. And I declare that um, I speak life over him and for Yahweh to come in and make himself known in his life. His his wife, when he was he got remarried, um, in the 2010, I think. I um, I didn't get to go to wedding. I was incarcerated, but I um, but his his wife side of the family are believers, and I'm not quite sure why. When I do talk to my son, when I when I when I do have him, he does. He tells me that they don't pray. So I just pray for um, revelation and Chris and Don's life. Way of, a new way of thinking in their, in their house as well as Mount team to go there and ministering as well as the healing ones for the sheriff to make their, <coughs> make their way through that house and for my son Aiden for 
and for the that they are the leaders in that house, my um, dad and his wife, that they are just for them to lead yeah, understanding for, for your work to begin in them. For you to help them understand what you, what you can do. All, all things that are not a few pay for that. And I, I clear this over them too in that household, as well as all of us. This is the whatever prayer. Rejoice in Yahweh always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your humility be known to all men. Our master is at hand. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and by petition with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known, we may know it to Elohim. In the Shalom of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds through Messiah Yeshua. Finally, my brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever pure, whatever lovely, whatever of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's any praise, think on these things. And what things you learned and received and heard and saw in me, practice these things, and the Elohim of Shalom will be with you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Yami, are you ready to pray us out? Don't know if she's off mute or not. Yami is not muted. She's still on the line. Yami, would you be willing to pray us out? Took me that long to get to me, but yes, I was ready before I started pushing buttons. So, Father, we um, we thank you that that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and that um, sometimes our minds things backwards and you can turn us around if we um, accept your direction because when we go wrong it's because we're not obeying what you give us to do so thank you for this evening and a little bit more knowledge of how you want us to be and a little bit more of recognition that you give us the power to overcome, and we can be and are called overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Amen. Good night, everybody. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. Lila Tov, everybody, we are going to close this out with More Than a Conqueror. This is by Hezekiah Walker. Hallelujah. Which one? No, not just a conqueror I'm not just a conqueror But I'm more than a conqueror I'm 
hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Abba, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for your presence tonight. We thank you for the company. We thank you for our mishpachah. Yeah, we just ask that you bring us back together tomorrow morning at 637 Central, 737 Pacific, 537 Mountain, 437 Pacific. I hope I said that right. I think I might have goofed that up. Let's try it again. 737 Eastern, 637 Central, 537 Mountain, and 437 Pacific for praise, prayer, decree, and declare where we start our day with Yahweh because he actually is the one that pops the top on our day. He's the one that starts it for us. If you don't want us to have it, we don't get it. So hallelujah. We will be back tomorrow night at 9.07 Central, 10.07 Eastern, 7.07 Mountain, and 6.07 Pacific Standard Time for Love Live, Ruach Remnant Reality Radio's RIP 2.0. So hallelujah. Until that happens, let it and sleep well. Shalom. This is Scribe. We're out.